0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hope y'all enjoyed that intro. Squat up always gets me crunk. You hear me? i would be ready to get it after I hear that song. So, yes, this is Kels, um, and you are tuning in to the Scoop radio show via live or on the phone or on the website. So tonight we have a good show we're talking about. Um, if you're dating or being married to someone that doesn't really mesh with your family and how you deal with it, that's our main topic, and before we get into anything else, I want to introduce the co-host. So, we have Miss Keela Willis of Elegance by Design. How you doing tonight, Miss Lady?
2: Hey, hey, hey. I am doing wonderful on this fine Tuesday evening. <laughs> I'm
1: doing good. <laughs> good, good. Uh, Miss Keela always lights up our night. And last Mm -hmm. but not least, we do have uh, the CEO of Global Drive, that is Mr. Winfrey the Panda (laughs) (laughs)
0: Burns. How you doing, Mr. Byrne? What's going on, Kel? What's going
1: on?
3: I'm good. How you
1: doing? Doing well. Ready to get into the show. We always have a good time on
3: Tuesday.
1: Definitely. So Definitely.
3: we're gonna kick it off. Uh, Win's gonna take us right on into the news. So go ahead, Wynn. All right, let's go. <clears throat> so this week in the news, we got a couple of very interesting stories. So I'm gonna start with my favorite because y'all know this is about y'all know I'm gonna talk about my people. So my well, my two <laughs> favorites. So first uh, up, uh, we got report today that um, my favorite big baller has decided that he is removing. His youngest son, um, Leangelo, from the Lithuania team. So Lavar Ball, my favorite big baller, um, has decided that because his son was not getting enough playing time that he is no longer going to play in Lithuania. Now, if you've been watching the show, the Facebook Live show that they have, you saw this coming um, as he's been shopping him, you know, or he just took a trip to – the last week he just took a trip to Madrid or something to show him. So you knew that was coming, but uh, it's very interesting. And of course, you know, the internet does do not like it, but you know, it is what it is. LeVar said his boy going to, um, to the pros. And so because they're not getting them any ticks, he's moving them. So what do you think, Kel? What do you think? I'm so tired of the
1: balls, but I mean, <laughs> you know, seems like anything else, if he's not getting what he wants, he's not afraid to move around. So I understand it. Um, yeah, I didn't really pay much attention to the article because, again, I'm not really a huge fan. But <laughs> I understand, you know, what he's going through and his in his um, strategy. So if he's not getting playing time, move around. I don't know where he's gonna go, guys. Where is he going?
3: Yeah, yeah. So that's my take. See what you think?
2: Um, You know, my initial response to this was, yeah, okay. Like, I rolled my eyes really, really hard. But um, uh-huh. when you gave me <laughs> the synopsis, of, <laughs> uh, he wasn't playing, and he had the highest points or something like that. Like, his totals are higher than everyone else. Like, his talent is showing that he should be playing, and he's not. I would think any player would – you know, the point is to play. You can't get seen on the bench. So, I get it right. from that perspective, but I, I have to co-sign uh, Kells completely. Like, I'm so – I need a minute. <laughs> no, no, he's it's been – like
3: Big Baller has been really quiet lately. That's the interesting thing. Like, he's he been has really, been quiet. He's been quiet lately. Which is good. Yeah. No, <laughs> right, no. You know, I mean, and like I said, if you watch the show, which I do watch the the, the show, the online show that they have, you see, this has been brewing for a while. Like, all season, he's been trying to say, listen, play my boys more. And, and it's not so much – it's not just that they're not playing. It's that they're not playing and they're losing. So, he's like, look, they're losing and he won't give them a chance to play. Uh, and the, not the younger on son, but the older son is leading the league, their league, and scoring. So, he's like, look, my boys, they like five – the team is like five and 20. Like, they're terrible. And we mm-hmm. don't like it. So, I ain't mad at him for doing it.
4: I'm not mad at him at
3: all. Again, you know, I want my boys to go to have the best possible chance, so I'm gonna do what I gotta do to give them the best possible chance to get to the league, and that's really what he's doing. So
0: I'm not
3: mad. I'm not mad so. All right, next door. Let me go keep going. Uh, Karen, Karen, Karen's <laughs> been busy this week, I see. Um, so, <laughs> Huffington Post. Um, has an article, and everybody's been seeing this because this whole lady has been getting roasted on the internet. Uh, a white mm-hmm. woman called the police on a black family <laughs> uh, at Lake Mary in Oakland, California last month while they were setting up for a day at the park. So the crime according to the unidentified woman was grilling in one of the park's designated barbecue zones using a charcoal grill instead of a non- charcoal grill so there was somebody who filmed this um because they didn't want the man to be by himself but they, what they're saying you know obviously they're filming it they want to make sure that she's not that she wasn't going to get when the police came she was not going to give her um you know give bad information so i've named her karen uh so karen is, is getting roasted all across the internet. Uh, <laughs> And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you, with every ounce of Christian joy I have in me, I'm laughing at Karen. <laughs> so,
0: um
3: <laughs> I'm gonna start with joy. <laughs> my Christian joy. <laughs> so we know, gonna they're gonna stop this madness. Uh, so Q go ahead, what you think? What you, what you think about Karen and her and calling the police on, on them for barbecuing with a charcoal grill.
2: Karen is crazy, and I think Karen is getting, she deserves every damn bit, every meme, every tweet, every article, every yeah. blog post, and her dedication is well-deserving. I'm I stopping what say today. I hope she goes away and comes back. She deactivates social media, comes back, and it's still happening. Like, what do you do with your day? Like, really, she's devoted a lot of time. <laughs> Waiting for the police to come and everything. They tried to ignore it, and she kept calling until they showed up. Like, it was just throw the whole page away. Like, throw her away. Deactivate her phone. She gets no more calls. Like, she's done.
3: Good job. (laughs) The internet Internet wins. (laughs) The the internet is undefeated.
0: Undefeated. Undefeated.
3: (laughs) (laughs) undefeated. We got (laughs) photos full effect. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm Listen, all I know is it, it needs to be a whole lot of people out here making. I hope they making money doing all this photoshopping they're doing cause it's a whole. Karen, they giving, they giving Karen the business. I'm talking about in every area of life, Karen business. <laughs> they don't got her. They don't got her uh, with friends. They don't got her with with the church people. They don't got her calling on who and oint. Like everybody gets a piece of care. So okay. tell me what you saying.
1: I mean, I, I, first of all, I was lost in the sauce. When, the, when I saw the memes, I was like, who was this lady with this phone?" And why, are they, why is everybody laughing? And when I, I read care. the story, I was like, really? So, yes, her name, Karen. I mean, like, she's such a party pooper. Like, who does that? Get you some business, Karen. Get you some business. Yep. I mean, you cannot have anything. in your life. You don't have anything going on in your life that you are at this park harassing people. Like they should have gave right. her a ticket for harassment. Like that is mm-hmm, crazy. That concerned with someone grilling at the park. Right. I mean, you I know, agree. the jokes are all, The jokes are that you know she made this call because they were black. So you just had to figure they were doing something illegal or something against the rules. Now, I did see in one part of the article that they said that it was a charcoal grill, and it was in a non-charcoal grilling area.
3: Now, did y'all see that? Well, no. It wasn't. They said it wasn't a charcoal. It, it, it was not in one of the sections that were only. So they said he was fine. Oh, okay,
1: so he was fine.
3: Okay. okay I yeah, fine. Before I went all the way But, yeah, the, yeah. the, the so Internet Karen, doesn't the Karen needed Karen, something. Karen apparently needed needed. Something to do that day, so right.
1: I will say yeah, this. Right. I will say this. The world knows how to come together to be petty. If there's nothing <laughs> else we unite for, we will unite for the petty, like Tower Rangers. I mean, we there. Yeah. What? Yeah. Who did something? Because <laughs> those <them laughs> bees, yeah, they're funny, hilarious. So,
0: yeah. hearing I the
1: the bees um
3: they out I agree. I agree. All right. So next, in the up next story. So this week, um, Supreme Court ruled that state, individual states can pass can pass, excuse me, um, laws making, excuse me, uh, sports gambling legal in their states.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: As Sports Illustrated posted an article that talks about who are the winners and the losers in this. Um, Specifically, this particular case came up in New Jersey, but there are, like, seven other states who have a bill that is either on the floor or it's already been voted that that will soon follow. Um, But, yeah, so it talks about who are the winners and losers in this. Um, According to this article, people like Governor Chris Christie, um, who was the the former governor, excuse me, um, is going to win, uh, excuse me, won from this because this is obviously something that he was – when he was in office, excuse me, uh, casinos and racetracks um, will definitely win, uh, which is true. People who are good at betting at sports will win. Gambling compliance companies will win. Ted Olson, I don't know who he is, but he's going to win. They say losers, of course, are the Pro League, the Justice Department, Gambling Addicts, Las Vegas, of course, because now Vegas has competition, offshore sports betting companies, because, of course, they're, now you don't have to go offshore, offshore to bet, and then these esport companies and daily kind fantasy of sports. So, pretty interesting article. If you haven't uh, paid attention to it, I'm actually interested to see what businesses are developed um, throughout states. Just like with the whole marijuana thing, this is a new market, so we'll see how. You know, when I read this, I kind of thought of like the end of prohibition, is what I kind of thought um, when I read when I read this. So, what are your thoughts on it? Um, uh, right. So, Right, exactly. Jerry, Jerry said, "Can Pete Rose get in the Hall of Fame?" Now, exactly. So, what's your thoughts? He said, "Can Pete Rose get in the Hall of Fame?" Now, because I agree. Oh, okay, I'd have to know
2: that backstory to say Amen, but I agree with you on that one. But <laughs> um, we're go with the majority. <laughs> yeah, exactly So as far as this is concerned, we know since the beginning of time People have been betting on sports and things of that nature So, um, you know, it seems like And gambling happens regardless where it's legal or not So it looks like everyone is trying to get all of the coins Whether it be marijuana, gambling, alcohol, tobacco You know, we are taking full advantage of all the vices all the time at one time. So right. um, you know, that we'll see. I don't know how positive that is for the overall likelihood you know, livelihood of you know, us, but mm-hmm. it's happening So if there's a way that we can somehow a win out of this, uh, for us, I'm here for it. Um, but yeah. yeah I, I want to be safe because we are usually
3: very susceptible to this type of stuff. So, you know, I'm just thinking about because going it'll be a ton of tax revenue. I mean, if they tax it like you do casino weddings, I mean imagine the tax revenue that's generated from I think when I read somewhere they said this is like a twenty billion dollar industry. So I mean, that's tax revenue that we're not getting right now as a country that we'll start getting. So it's very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Kelly yeah. so, Kelly, what do you think?
1: Um yeah, if, I, I mean, if if it's going kind to of benefit – one one thing I like that I think it will benefit uh, is the job creation when it was talking about the uh, compliance and regulatory agencies. So they'd have to be yeah. an agency that's going to regulate the, you know, billing for sports. So that definitely is a silver lining. Um, you know, we we know the type of money that casinos can make, but is it going to be used for the right reasons? everybody going to be right. able to benefit from it? Uh, so that, those are my only thoughts on it. As long as it, it benefits somebody and it's it, and it bringing some jobs to some different areas, I'm okay with it. You know, mm-hmm. that's what we do. We grow
3: as a country. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to see. We're going to keep an eye on that one. Because it, it's going be, to yeah. be interesting to see how... Uh, how how this plays out again as things, you know, evolve in this industry. So, all right, last story, then we're going to move on. So um, there's a three young men, um, three young men who have started. I know we have to, first of all, we have to get entrepreneur entrepreneurship news somewhere. Um, and so this week, uh, my story for that is um, in 2013, there were three young men Uh, Darius Quarles, Ross Hassan, and Brian Williams thought that they could turn their experience into a a business. So what the three of them did was they started um, a company called Bro Capital. Um, It's an online platform and mobile app offering an automated savings tool and social network to connect like-minded millennials across the country. They hope to empower users uh, to take control of their financial futures and make themselves accountable in the present. So what they are, what Bro what Capital is, is almost like a black version of Kickstarter or um, GoFundMe type thing. They're not a, a bank, but what they do is they charge either an annual subscription or um, and they have a startup fee. So it's an annual subscription between 9 and $19 and an onboarding fee of um, 349 or $500, depending on the suite of features the customer wants to access. So uh, very interesting platform, again, to help people save money, to help people crowdfund or something like that. It's called Bro, B-R-E-A-B-X, uh, Bro uh, Capital. So congratulations. They have over 1,000 mm-hmm. people who have already signed up for it, and they're continuing to grow. So um, pretty interesting. They just started in 2017, so they're actually making money. And they just started in 2017, which is their first full year of business. So, good job. Good job. Kel, what you yep. think? Oh, I
1: was all the way excited when I was reading about them. Anytime I could see two young you know, men, black men, doing something positive or trying something new, um, I applied them. They have a simple platform, and it's just to bring people together to talk about savings. So, they they're not. At first, I thought they were, like, raising capital to help start businesses and things would have been extra dope. But I think this is a good start to just start people to network and talk about finances and feel comfortable and know that there's other people out there there doing the same type of thing. So um, I also read that they were making some connections. I thought that was cool. So the network is paying off, though, people who are – who had some um, had a deal with an early angel investing for a startup company for some young entrepreneurs, so I think it is a great idea. Kudos to them, and I wish them yeah. to I'm going to have to check it out. check it out. Yeah, me too. Boom. Boom. All right, well, that's all I got this week in news. I'm oh, sorry, Q, what's your comment?
3: My apologies. What's your thought? No.
2: That's all right. Leave me out this evening. That's okay. I see the love.
0: I got
2: but No, I, no, I agree. Um, this was pretty dope. I wonder though, sure. I had not gotten a chance to get really, really deep into the article, but I did those the keys that were associated with what they offer. So I also understand that they've got a, a wider variety of services, but they will yep. have competition. You mentioned that towards the end with the mints and you know, those free quick save type um services. So um they might have to do and I'm not sure what their marketing strategy is and I haven't seen them like in my feed or anything like that. But they will have to really sell the extras to make it worth, you know, investing yep. in on that and to that degree. Because that there is a side, <laughs> side but from the root of this, like I am so here for this. So so here for this, um, and if they can reach a, a people that is not looking, that isn't even interested in that mint market, then this is good. This is really
4: good.
3: I wish yeah, I, well. I agree. I think. Yeah, I think their their like you said, to their their target is black um, millennials, and so I think if they can if they can really really, I think the way to do it is to make it cool, which is what they seem mm-hmm. like they're trying to trying to make it cool, and if they could be. That I think they'll be good with millennials, so yeah. The mm-hmm. stuff, the stuff. All right, that's all okay. I got in news tonight. Yeah, that's all I got in news tonight. So this no, first, let me see, I, 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 look, I forgot, I forgot. I'm not used to doing that. Sorry. This first song I'm I got. I'm not used to transitioning to songs. That was new. Like our first mm-hmm. song. <laughs> <laughs> Our first song tonight is we got some new music tonight. Um, this one is called Nowhere by Prince Suave and Shay uh, Shay Jones. Uh, yeah, it's called, is that what it is? Yep, she's here
2: from the city. <laughs> whoop,
3: oh, uh, Shasha, okay, Shasha Jones. Okay, you know, Shasha, <laughs> Shea Y'all know how we are the names. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's Nowhere by Prince Suave and Shasha Sha Jones. It's called Nowhere. We'll be back right after this, and we're going to jump right into our Hot Topic on the new radio show. Yeah, old city, was up?
1: Uh-huh. Rock with me, rock with me, rock with me. Daisy Way. that his wife is doing drugs and packs up his clothes and says he wants out of the marriage and tells her he will contact her through his lawyer and leave, is he wrong? Mm. So that's, that's pretty deep. It's pretty yeah. deep. So I want to read it again. If a married man discovered that his wife is doing drugs and then packs up his clothes and says he wants out the marriage and tells her he will contact her through his lawyer... And leave is he wrong. First of all, drugs is very you know, drugs are very serious. If somebody has a drug problem, that is, you know, very serious. So this topic had some mixed reviews. Um, there was a lot of comments so that's why it's our hot topic. But I'm going to go to the co host first and I do have a live comment, but I'm gonna to go to uh let's see, I'll go to Q first. What what's your take on it? She has been married all of her life. He so if your husband, you know, was on drugs, is this a strategy that you would use? Like what do you think about this scenario? Mm.
2: <clears throat> to answer the question quick, um, I think flat out, yes. I think he would be wrong to just end that moment if, if he stayed gone. In the heat of the moment, I could see how he would want to pack up his stuff and be like deuces. But if he stayed gone and really ended the marriage without trying to get her help or seek counseling, figure out the root of why she's doing drugs, because drug addiction is not, once it's become a, a an addiction, a lot of the choice is removed from it. So sometimes you mm-hmm. To someone to help you get out of that. And when you marry, that's kind of how that works. That's that whole sickness, health, death, do you part type stuff. Um, now, the goal is not to accelerate death happening, which is why I can see why he'd be like, are you for real? But um, <clears throat> I think that the initial response is understandable, but I would hope that it would not be the last response. If it were my husband, I would be in that thing trying to get him help. and if he, But if he was not willing to get the help and really work the program, then you would have an issue. Um, then I could see I could understand a lot more why someone would leave, because addiction affects the whole family, not just the marriage, but the whole family in a real way. So allowing that to stay um, around can affect way more people than just the two that's out, So, you know, you have to take a lot more into consideration. <clears throat> okay. I'll go ahead.
1: Yeah, I all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, now, I do have an answer from the live. And it says, uh, no, he's not wrong to up and leave his wife if she's on drugs. She's married to the drugs, not him. And that's cheating. So that's coming from a, from a, one of my friend brothers, Shaw. And, and he's a husband. And so he's actually on the other. Well, I guess you guys agree to a certain point. Um he's saying that at
3: that point that that you know that he's not wrong uh what do you think William? Nope. I don't think he's wrong I think that he I think that that is his choice if he chooses to do it, cool, I don't think that i i think I would hope that he does yeah come back um but yeah, yep I think he i think and, he needed to. I think he needed to, if he did that, then there was, you know, the assumption that I'm making is that he is going to, um, that there's some things going on that he really needs to feel like he can't be a part of and that he needs to, you know, remove himself up from a little while. So, no, I don't think he's wrong.
1: And um, when we go to the actual post, there uh, was a couple of comments that says, yeah, he's mm-hmm. wrong with not, honoring the marriage vow. And uh, so uh, let's see. Another person said, "Let's see if it's first to, if it's his first time finding out about it. Yes, he's wrong." We had a few said that you know, no, nope, he should test the deuces. Um, so it seems like it's pretty split. Now, my take on it, I'm kind of on the fence because uh, I agree with Q to the extent that if he's if he up and leaves as a reaction and then stays gone, then, yeah, that would, you know, he would be wrong because you would think who else is going to be there for your spouse to try to recover. Like, don't you want to see them recover? I understand that, you know, that may not be something you can be a part of, but are you using that as a, a shock value or a tough love strategy? Or are you leaving? Because you said you'll contact her through a lawyer. So to me, that means divorce and, you know, no discussion.
3: Um, yeah. But I, I guess I think, I think for a reaction like that says that there is, that there's more to it than just that. Like there was a, you know, that either, either you hit, that was a spot that, you know, was very sensitive to him or something, something for you just to go from typically, not every time. But from you just to go to oh I just found out you're doing drugs to I'm out contact you know what I mean contact my lawyer Or well, I'll be contacting you through a lawyer something else has to have, there has to be a trigger for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah so yeah I like, think.
2: Huh? No I was just I gonna say what? that was like how do you, how does this become a surprise if this is your husband you know or if this is your wife how are you discovering? that there is a drug problem. You know what I mean? Like to the addiction level. Gabbling once or twice, you might be able to play that out whatever with whatever drug you might try. But if it is a full-blown addiction, I agree there could have possibly been things happening prior to this that this was like the end. The last straw, I'm done. You know, because of addictive... Because addictive behavior can switch up a person and who they are to a very, very far degree. So... You know, I would think if he stayed gone, that that also could have something to do with it. You know, there's some other factors happening because I I, I think, especially being familiar with how drug addiction works, um, mm-hmm. I it, it would be hard to hide a true drug addiction. You know what I mean? Even a low key drug addiction, it's hard to from a, in a marriage. I would think he'd have to be like working away from the house a few days out of the week, or you know. Something because you you can't really hide that behavior.
1: <laughs> That's the well, tricky one. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm thinking, right. I'm thinking especially for a, a, a drastic move like that. Like when you think, when you do think about people who are addicted to drugs, it does progress though. So even if you are married, I'm just thinking about my thinking about people that have been close to me that have been addicted. Mm-hmm. You're not always full blown addicted all the time. So maybe she was staying out late. Maybe he thought she was cheating. Maybe he thought yeah. she was, you know, gambling or just in the street, partying or something like that. And so there might have been some lying going on, some sneaking, some, you know, she was hiding stuff, hiding, probably uh, spending money where she shouldn't have, that kind of thing. So that might have been built up. So then when you figure out what it is, after you had all these other scenarios going through your mind and her, and, you know yourself not being honest. I can see how maybe that mm-hmm.
0: would yeah.
1: make it be that drastic. Um, let's see. also uh, said he agrees with counseling, uh, but if it ain't, but if the counseling doesn't work, he's gonna bounce. And that's what he said. Yeah, money probably missing. That's how you know that they're
4: system. Hmm.
3: Yeah, I think. Yeah, it again, uh, Lewis says, don't know if he's wrong, but he is stupid. <laughs> I mean again I think I think a lot of that just depends on again there's you know could be a lot of background to the scenario but I c again I can see why why you say that again and I'm not suggesting people just up and leave, but at the same time I think there's a lot to it that if you make that decision to just up and say I'm done but there there's some, you know, that triggers something. Something.
1: Okay, but if you but if you're talking about vows, like some of the people were saying on the post, if you're talking about vows, then you're supposed to go through the hard time. So even if it is drugs, are y'all saying
3: drugs is the deal breaker? But once you get married, it shouldn't be the deal breaker, right? And I'm not saying, again I'm not suggesting they get a divorce. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying that it could be again, it could be that you just need to remove yourself from the situation. Like, I, I'm not at all suggesting or recommending a divorce. That's not at all what I'm saying, but I. I'm saying he's not wrong if he says I need to remove myself from this situation because this can be, this can go bad, you know, this can go down really bad. Or, you know, there's some other things that are happening, you know, you find out, you know, you realize in your money, like where's all the money going and now you realize why, you know, like it's a lot that could go into this whole decision or that could be around it. And, And, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's a self-care well, I think, thing. What
0: would you
2: say? Uh, I think that has a lot to do with self-care as well. Um, uh, because, you, you know, depending upon if addiction is something that the husband is dealing with or has dealt with in the past or has had some experience with it could trigger different things in him as well. Um, William and I have been having a little conversation here on my live. And initially he said that, no, the man is not wrong. Um, And I asked, would he be, you know, would counseling or something of that nature be something that he would be willing to participate in? And he says that he thinks a lot, um, it depends on the addiction. Um, And then he said that the only uh, drug that might get a pass with him is heroin, and that shocked the hell out of me, just being completely transparent with y'all. And I asked him why, um, and he says because it's the only one that actually a physical addiction from day one. So that one you know from and I've heard that it is super strong and can take you into Attic land real, real fast, um, so that might be one that I think if I'm reading him right is him saying that you really don't have no choice in becoming addicted to, and the others might take a while to get there. um please correct me if I'm wrong, William, this is me translating and decoding through our live combo, but uh, yeah, that you know, and I can see that understanding as well. The boy sticking through a heroin addiction because it is that physical in nature is one that you know that one was shocking for me. Yeah, yeah. heroin is one that will are you all the way over.
1: Now, I thought this comment was interesting. Um, actual post, uh, <clears throat> Miss Carey says. What is more disturbing about that is he just bounces without getting the root cause. Why is she doing drugs? It could be a multitude Mm -hmm. of issues behind it. I think that's very interesting and shows that, you know, even coming back to the argument with the vows, but even just at the bare minimum of of being a human being and being, you know, caring for somebody, let alone your spouse, wouldn't you want to know why? Like,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I understand the hurt, but yeah, would you, yep. you wouldn't even stick around to you know figure out what happened, how you can help her? But I just thought that was an interesting, um, comment on not even wanting to know why you should be curious, curious enough, and to love your spouse enough to even figure that
3: part out. Mm-hmm. Good well, comment,
1: I, just...
3: I agree. I, you know, it's that's a tough one. I mean, drug habits are tough, you know. Just because mm-hmm. that's one of those that's one of those things that you just can almost never really know, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you, it's, you know, like I don't know, like the, it, it, yeah, and it could go down really, really, really fast. Will says if she's on the on the narcotics, I cannot live with her when she gets to the thirteenth step of a twelve step program. I might consider trying to support you in the same household half of my life is over. I just don't have that kind of time to gamble hoping that you leave the narcotic alone. Yeah. I can understand that too.
2: Yeah, I yeah. think Will said something like that in one of his videos. He was like I'm too old to be trying to deal with that. He said he gave his mama one kid already. He doesn't have enough left to stress about at this point. So, you know, once you get to a certain age, I can I can totally identify with that. You know, some folks just ain't built for that. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm mean, so I, I thought it was uh, funny that, you know, in the scoop, y'all, if y'all not in the group, y'all need to try to, y'all need to find it. Y'all need to add to sales because there's this like underlying means of men versus female war, like on every vote. <laughs> no matter what it is. And I just, you know, I scrolled across the comments and, you know, somebody was like, the women who are saying that the man should say, uh, they would leave at the first sign of cheating. And uh, I thought that, I was like, okay, yeah. We do have some things that we could, girl, leave, but drugs, you know, we want to give somebody, you know, a chance to clean themselves up. But you do want to give somebody a chance to cheat. So, and I'm even trying to, like, I don't know, prioritize it in my mind. But that's bad. True, I'm like, you know, drugs, yeah, I can deal with that. But if he cheats, no. Like, i <laughs> in my mind, and we have to be, we got to get away from that. We really do as, as people in general, you know, we bring it up all the time, even in, in religion and, and in our spiritual relationship with, you know, God and all of that. We always want to prioritize these these sins or these wrongdoings. Mm-hmm. And really, you shouldn't. There's no prioritizing. There's no... Uh, this is a deal breaker. I mean, we created that stuff to kind of help us, again, judge and put wrongdoers into these different categories. And really, we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're going to forgive yourself, you should forgive them for whatever they do. You know, let's uh. just, you know. So murder. murder. Yeah, yes. right. You better preach. i can yeah. uh. That was the word.
3: That
1: was
3: That's the word. Right. So are you? So 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 are you? You're saying, just so I hear you right, uh, evangelist?" Mm-hmm. That we should just just forgive, right? I mean, really, if we
1: if we are, if you believe in the Christian faith, or you have any kind of background like that, where you believe love is the key, love is the foundation of us being Christ-like or being Christians. That's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That agape love or unconditional love, it covers everything. So it covers the stealing It comes with drugs, it covers the line. it covers it, co- covers the being out all night, covers them looking bad. I mean, it covers all of it. Mm-hmm.
3: Here, here's, um, and I agree with you, but my, my agape love for you doesn't mean that I have to still be in the house with you. And if I feel like, if you're, <laughs> if, 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 if you're, if you're, your habit is hurting me to the point, meaning where there's, I mean, because there's a level of abuse that comes along with that could come along with this. And if I think if I see that that's what's happening and it is hurting me emotionally, it's hurting, you know, it's hurting me, then me stepping back is not wrong because in essence, what we're saying is we're almost saying the flip of that is if you don't stay you're not. You're not being faithful to your to your uh, your covenant or to your marriage, which, yeah, to some extent, I can understand that. But we're also then saying that are you saying that God desi- God's design or the design for my marriage is for me to be with somebody who's constantly abusing or who's constantly taking my money and buying drugs and selling stuff so we can you know so taking out you know. Because when it becomes a habit, it becomes a full-fledged habit, and you're going to do what you have to do to get it. So, you know, you pawned my car, you know, you pawned my 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 reins, and we stand for all of that. That's, like, my, my, I can love you, but I can love you from a distance. Okay, but yeah, but what would Jesus do? Jesus would touch. I, oh. Jesus would. Jesus would lay hands what on you and, and get the addiction away. He, was, I mean, he, yeah, do, he would do, do the, he would do it like the woman at the well. He would do it like the woman at the well and say, "Listen, if you drink of this water, you'll never <laughs> thirst again." So if you t- take take this drug and you and you'll never need another fix again. That's what Jesus did. Right. Mm. I got you. So you're
1: saying that you can leave, but maybe not divorce because like I said before, the part of the statement that says that he leaves and then says, I'll contact you through my lawyer. To me, that leads us to think that he's not in it to help her. He's not saying, I'm going to leave for a few days. He wouldn't be saying, contact the lawyer. He's not saying, you know, if you do this, I'm going to leave. It seems like he said, oh, yeah. I found a rock in the bathroom, I'm gone. Like, and he, could but he, he could,
3: but he could also be saying that because I have a you know that I that I know I need to protect my my financial assets. So let me get an attorney so I can get you off of these bank accounts so we can file for legal separation. So I can you know get your name off of these accounts. Whatever you know those could be also things that an attorney I could file for le- legal separation. You know so so by me leaving you can't turn around and file divorce on me and say I abandon our our abandon our marriage. Like there's other things that. That could mean to Mhm. So, William, but,
2: William told me that in his experience, he's an ex pharmacist. He says it's a choice. He says addiction is a choice. And that um, as an ex pharmacist, he saw all manner of addiction, and from conversation and observation, one chooses to be addicted. He knows it sounds cruel, but in his opinion, based on what his experience is, for the most part, it's what one wants to do. Um, hmm. I, I apologize if I hopped in there, and that was not exactly where we were in the convo, but I wanted to get that in before it pushed yeah. up. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's,
1: that's perfectly fine. Yeah. I can do that. i can no, okay. just saying I I can see the point that he's making. Mm-hmm. Um
2: I responded to him that I also agree and I can't do anything but uh respect his experience in that profession. Um however, I said in my like people to people experience, I I agree that it is it starts out as a choice. That's I think where people call it like the gateway, you know, and depending on whatever your trigger was that sent you past the point of recreation, your choice can become an addiction really, really quickly. So, depending upon, you know, and again, that's timeline. It, it really depends on a lot, it's a lot of different factors, but where you find out in that journey makes a huge difference on how hard you're going to have to fight to get your loved one back. Um, and to your question, what would Jesus do? I, I think Jesus would, uh, <laughs> he would forgive and try and stick it through, but also, he's still working on me and us. And all of that. So, you know, there's so much that we are built to withstand here in this plane, in this body, and how we are, you know, and how we're able to maneuver this life. So, like, I love you from over here and you over there so that I can still be somewhat of me, you know, because addiction can take over everybody involved. And they don't have to be hitting the rock or, you know, hitting, doing the line or whatever that, that is. So, depending on how healthy you are, you know, can determine how well you're going to stick through that thing. You can love the hell out of that person and want nothing but the best for them, but know that you're going to lose you trying to love them. And I don't think God will want that for either of you. You know what I'm saying? So that was kind of my thought on that. At the end of the day, God doesn't want to lose two souls or two people behind just trying to to stick through. That would be my thought on that. I'm just a human, so, you know. (laughs)
1: I <laughs> uh, I mean yeah, I agree. I'm definitely and I'm playing devil's advocate because yeah, yeah I, I can't hardly stand somebody having silence problems too long, so I know I'm not gonna be the person trying <laughs>
0: to <laughs> 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 I'm not I'm
1: not in so soapbox. I'm just I I mean it goes for me too that when when you think about situations like these and you start to wonder what would you stick it out for if we still uh, compartmentalize you know, different things, different wrongdoings that we would yeah. stick around for with others? And I, I do, I I, I would probably lean more towards, yeah, I have to leave and I have to do the tough love things and let you figure it out. I just don't think that I would run to get a divorce that quit or yeah, get yeah. Yeah. a lawyer. That was the only only thing I would say that um, <clears> the <throat> spouse or that the husband was was wrong in doing. Just you know, saying that I'm not even, you know I can't even talk to you one on one anymore. And you know, because that may have been him leaving may may be the wake up call. You know, it may be the something yeah. that snaps that person out of it. Yeah, uh, sure uh, I have another true. comment. From I had another comment from the live. It uh, says, uh, Jesus would separate the sheep from the goat. He's the sheep, she's the goat, or vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <stop. laughs> the doors of the church are now open. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, like I said, I, just, I think we just got to realize I think that it is a lot. It's a lot to, when you take that on, that's a, that's a lot. <clears throat> yeah. But, a lot, and I think you know. And I'm not. I would never tell anybody not to do it. I would not tell anybody to do it. But I think you just need to go into it. If if it's something you choose to do, go into it understanding that there is going to be it. You know, hopefully you have a good support system because you're going to need it. You know, you're you're going to need. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Oh yeah. The whole crew, everybody. <laughs> yeah, you gotta yeah.
1: have everybody on board. Mm-hmm. And Thank it's everybody. not you
3: know, and again, it's not a it's not a bad thing to to do. So I I would I would hate for somebody who says I'm gonna stay and, and stick it out to be like you know, there's something wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. Everybody has different you know amounts of things that you know thresholds that they can take. If you can't, if you can, you know, if you want to try it, go for it. Um, it's just you know, I, I I just don't want I just would don't want somebody male or female to think. That they are wrong if they chose. If they say, you know what, this is something I, you know, I can't do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think you know. Again, it's a it's a personal journey. Whether you're married or not, it's, you still have your personal journey that you have to go through when you're dealing with your own demons, let alone your uh, significant other's demons. So. Yeah, I definitely get it that it, it is a, a choice. Uh, I'll just read through some more comments. Uh, there's one. Uh, one comment says it's his choice. Look, people have done that over trivial issues, even leaving someone over a medical issue. It doesn't make him wrong. with the fact that just discovering the, the issue has since the divorce tells me he really wasn't committed to the marriage. Um, mm-hmm. Another person says no. If he can't deal with it, then he can go. Which is another take on it. Maybe. That, uh, you know he simply can't deal with that like I've never I I know I've known of people being addicted to drugs but I've never had to deal with that personally but you may have somebody yeah. who you know had a, had a parent or a sibling that went through it that knows how to treat it you know so right. yeah, definitely some people can deal with it and some people can't yep so Y'all have
2: any other comments? Any other lives? No, nope. I'm good. not any. So
1: that will conclude our hot topic. Thank you all for participating. Thanks to my live, and I have Earl over here on my live talking about Q's live. No, don't come over here in my hot topic talking about what's going on over there on Q's hot topic. You hear that? You hear me, Earl? Don't do that. <laughs> not next week. Don't do that. Let me go let me go to some music before I have to go out. No. Nah. <laughs> that's that's my buddy. That's my buddy. <laughs> so the next music we have is time for music in it. This is Propane by Cavi and D Brooks. This is new music also. So we got some new music for y'all. It's up.
4: Track provided by What's up D bro? got a question, bro. What with all these diamond-studded egos, man? Large egos. They require large echoes. Check that ego, man. I think I see if they keep it fall. I'm I must proceed Got problems, I seek the cause, replace it till trouble leaves with no strip involved i distribute raw just know i stand before you with heart of a planet Must have seen. they must agree credence don't see me i know that your ego is much bigger than your I stop me buster please i make them pissed enough to leave you weirdo guys i'm a hundred months of your weekly jive i see the sign mine is Eagle, so i achieve it just reach it no need for line dog your job no need to keep it i beat, see straight through them like open doors easy to see your Overboard, but they gon' have to let it go. Cabby glow and take birds, handful of parrot seeds. No matter how disparaging, won't see this pharaoh flee. So I punch the arrow key, quit changing your header. Too much gossip, can barely breathe. Pray to God, you shut up. Why do you You think that you're better? Bragging so much that you just hate that you met him. Your boasting sucks, so I just go ahead and let him. But best that I tell him that your ego's not matching your hustle Yeah, You need to stop with that ego. No, I'm not going to let you tell me that. Just spruce up the story and double back. You're talking show. I think it's about the time I tell you that. Your ego's not matching your hustle. With a lot of cats, situations similar. Uh, I remember, uh, bro, you keep fighting. a paint a picture for Right here on the spot where I've been. Count them Benjamin. My best friend, knowledge they told me to wear my Timberland. Yep. I wasn't prepared for the hit, and now it got them trembling. The on. ego tripping too much, and it got adrenaline. I hold my hand out to no one, they call them little men. Little man. I keep my faith when I land, I see no middle men. Uh-huh. You see their ego roll, yeah. I seen them egos fall. Oh. They never made it out safe, now that's a story. Told. They want to play on my intelligence, that's not the code. Let's put the egos aside, It's the perfect time to glow. I know my role, so just keep it a two and on the low. Too much of gossip and shoo shooing. it's not my ego. Trying to take me out my point. Want to see me down my free throw. Thought I lost my focus. Trying to test my mojo nah. Look, think that you're better. Bragging so much that you just hate that you met them. You're boasting something, so I just go ahead and let them. But best that I tell them that your ego's not matching your hustle, yet. Top with that ego. No, I'm not gonna let you tell me that. Spruce up the story, can double back. Do you got it at show. I think it's about the time I tell you that your ego's not lacking your hustle. Your ego is atomic, causing a Hiroshima of villains whenever reality shows you lack like the product. Pride of local fame, John Doe was your name. Ironic, now you Tony Montana when you on the stage playing a bona fide. Wearing you certified, but just the other day. Was calling asking for a ride i am not surprised to put your pride aside and let them judge you for your work now how much you talk outside your neck first they was whispering and laughing now it's better more by size i lie they cackling and cracking all the while you were rapping you were magic, you were jay-z in a stadium with lights and the dancers dancing Decimated by the truth that you were actually wacky and the crickets are getting louder from the lack of lacking. Perhaps you need to try some acting. You acting like you already made it up in this game they call rappin', huh? think that you're better, bragging so much that you just hate that you met him. You're boasting something, so I just go ahead and let let 'em. But best that I tell him that your ego's not matching your hustle. Yet. Yeah, you need to stop with that ego. No, I'm not gonna let you tell me that. Just screw something story can double back. you I think it's about that time I tell you that your ego's not matching your hustle. Yet. Yeah, you need to stop with that ego.
2: right, all right, that was Tropane uh, by Cavi and D Brooks' new music. I dig that. I might go back and listen to that later on so I can get the full feel. I dig that, I dig that. All right, so tonight we are going to go ahead and get into our topic. Um, We are talking about, we've been talking about relationships the past few weeks in different levels and the the ways that we're navigating through these relationships. So we have brought it back to focusing on the family this week. <laughs> and we are talking about do uh, in-laws and kids and family in general, how they make relationships harder. Do they make relationships harder? Um, or is it just one big happy Brady Bunch type situation? Or coffee? Ooh, no, Brady Bunch. We're going to go Brady Bunch. Um, <laughs> um yeah, so... You about,
3: um, you about
2: to say the You say what? You about to say the hustle. Uh, yeah, I almost went to college, show, but I thought too soon, so we're going to keep it moving right on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this conversation... This got, got kind of deep um, in the school group, and like Kel said earlier, if you are not a part of the school group, you need to go ahead and... Change that so we can make you a part of the team. So this got kind of deep because there are some people who have had super harmonious in-law marriage situations where, like, they go to each other's houses for all the holidays, they take family vacations and trips, and it's all, hey, son, hey, daughter, and one big happy family. Others, not so much. (laughs) There have been some definite horror stories that we have shared. It's kind of been a group therapy session (laughs) amongst us when it comes to Topic, uh, but yeah, it gets kind of deep. I will, on the surface, say parents and children and family can absolutely make relationships harder, and I'll tell you why I think so here in a little bit. Then uh, I'm going to send to the most recently married person on the crew aside from myself, since I've been married since the beginning of time, um, <laughs> and I also in ministry. You have dealt with counseling and experiencing different things as far as older, other other couples, couples more so than I have. So, what has been your experience as far as that in-law family dynamic happening? How does that affect relationships for you? Ooh, it's
3: for, tough. It's usually, it's tough. In most yeah. instances, well, I see a lot of instances where in-laws are that 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 uh yeah, it's tough. It's very tough because – and so usually what I see is a couple of things. I usually see husbands who struggle because their wives constantly compare them to their fathers. Um, And then I see husbands who are struggling because they expect their wife to respond and to – I'll use the word – coddle like their mother. Mm-hmm. Um, or they'll expect certain things like my mama always cooked for me. My mom always did this for me. I didn't have to do this in my mama's house, you know, stuff like that. And so they expect that to be the same that happens in marriage. The other thing I usually see, the third thing, is when usually you have one that's really that has a really strong family and one that comes from one that's not as together. Yeah. And so when you start having to intermingle, um, holidays and birthdays and how we do those types of life things, uh, those are typically tough. Yeah. No. So. Okay. Oh, and yes, The the and, 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 and there's usually a lack of respect about Hmm? I'll say the other one would be there's usually a lack of respect of boundaries.
2: Yes. Boundaries,
1: it be where? boundaries. Yes. Tell me what you think. <laughs> um, I'm gonna think. I don't. I've never really. Ha- I've never had that issue because my family are. They can be. I'm gonna think. You know, my sisters, my siblings are overprotective, so I can see them like throwing shade at somebody. Hey, <laughs> if they feel yeah. like something. wrong. But my parents, since they're you know being in ministry, they pretty much welcome, you know, everybody. Like, they adopt everybody, so I have yet to really come across even just in friends. Friends are romantic relationships that haven't gotten along with my parents, so it's hard for me to even think about it, but to me, like, just looking at some of the other comments, and I even asked this question on my on my personal page about getting along, and most people just said that they avoided it. You know, that they'll try, but it just if it's too hard or, or if they can't get along, that they'll just avoid going around their family. And I know that I wouldn't be able to do that. So I, I know it would definitely cause some issues. Uh, there happened to be the chance that, you know, my significant other wouldn't get along with my family. So I, we're just we're just too close for that. Like, that would definitely cause
3: to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think i think that's usually you know that's usually initially what you what we expect i think I that's typically mm-hmm. what you expect uh, again yeah, i think a lot of it just has to do with the makeup of the, of the family because if you have the i've seen a lot of if you have a really close like say um son and mother and they try to you know they typically there, but when the son get if, if the relationship between the son and the mother is not healthy, um, then what you'll typically see is you'll see the mother become at odds with the new, the new wife because she thinks she, she, you taking my baby. She's struggling with you know the fact that again that you have all of these years invested and now you know if it, again if it's not healthy then your relationship a lot of the times your relationship with your child is a large part of your life. So you don't have other friends. You don't have other stuff that you do. So that kind of, you know, throws you into an emotional new place. Yep.
2: I agree. Kels mentioned, uh, I think it was Kels, mentioned the B word, boundaries. Was that when? I think you said boundaries at the end there? that. Um, but that mm-hmm. is something that I completely agree with. Um, That would be the yes. reason that I would. Um, more than anything, boundaries. And mm-hmm. I think that it can get difficult, especially for younger couples going into marriage, yep. because for relationships, especially once it gets serious, even before you get to marriage, once a family recognizes that a couple is getting serious, the energy changes somewhat or can change um, because yep. that's, they're recognizing, one, that their kids are growing up and that they're losing the influence that they once had and two i'm losing my baby so that's that protective part that's coming into you know that you were speaking about earlier so with that yeah. you get into the relationship you get into the marriage and now everyone wants to advise and counsel and cover and 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 put the two cents in and for a new couple just trying to get it together that's a lot so it, you really have to it becomes a grow a maturity thing for the couple and an understanding that your job you did your job on the parent side. And be from for us, for James and I, it was we had to find our grown up space to be able our confidence mm-hmm. to tell our parents, We got this. Even if we mess mm-hmm. it up, we'll figure it out together. And a lot and that's hard at first. Like that's part and I I don't think really that's on the family. We really can't put that weight on the family, or the mother, or the father-in-law, or whoever it is, that's a confidence thing that we have to get new into a relationship. You know what I mean? You got to be so able to stand that what? influential to you. I,
3: mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think what makes that difficult, and here, and this is not an excuse. I, I'll be honest. Like in my, when I got married, that was initially a struggle for me. And I wonder. I think because partially we are taught. Not to talk back. That you, you know, yep. disrespectful to talk back. To parents, disrespectful to, you know, to say what you say And so I think some of in doing that, some of what we do is we make it difficult. You know, because you, you don't. On the one hand, you just kind of want it to go away. Like this is something I really am not. I wasn't. You're you're not prepared. I know for me, I wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't prepared to have to teach new boundaries to yeah. people. I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking like we all gonna get along. Life is gonna be good. We all good Christian <laughs> people, and that didn't happen. And so you had to learn. I had to learn to say these are the boundaries. You will not cross this line. And if you cross this line, we will have a problem. Yeah. And that was. And sometimes that line got crossed, and there was a problem. And that meant it came with certain things. And so. I think it makes it difficult as a you know a wife or a husband to do that because you don't. I always say marriage should never put you in a position where you have to lose in the sense of lose relationship with your with your family. It should change it. It should adjust it, but you shouldn't yeah. lose it. You know, and so yeah. I think that's part of something that that's again that we don't know how to do. We don't know how to do that very well. Because I was taught don't talk back when you get hit in the mouth.
2: Yep. 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 Now, question to that, follow-up to that. If we set the boundaries, the lines get crossed continually, and it gets to be a lot, is this something that we end relationships for? And with that, I can throw kids in the mix. Because I know we talked about this particularly as far as kids are concerned. We said if your boyfriend or girlfriend's kids are terrible or don't like you or if your kids don't like your spouse or your mate, would you end the relationship? Are these things Are other people, whether it be children or family, are these deal-breakers for you? Kelly I'm going to go to you since when was our last comment? Would this be a deal-breaker for you who could not get right with the fam or the baby would that be you'd have to be done with? Um,
1: I, I'll say this. Now, I haven't dated or, or been with um, men who who had children or for you know for a long time to where I've had to really seriously be yeah, a major part of their lives um, yeah. so in the past, if there was issues with the children or the children's mother, I pretty much usually ended with because because I, mm. I don't play nice with uh people who try to use kids. Mm-hmm. As you know, I'm like, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not searching to be somebody's stepmom necessarily. It's fine to have a pretty maid, but, honey, I'm not trying to take your place. That would never happen with right. kids. I got plenty of nieces and nephews to, to pawn over. You know, share my love with. So, <clears throat> I think it would if it was an issue to where kids like didn't like me in my situation. I probably would have to. Kind of shy away from that relationship. I just, I guess, because family is such a, a part of, mm-hmm. of my life that
0: yeah, I just,
1: yeah. I, I don't think I can be in an awkward family situation. Like I, it probably wouldn't work. Yeah. if if, if,
3: I think,
1: if it I think part
3: of, I think, and I think Kelly, part of the part of the problem is that that typically, like you said earlier, that typically doesn't come up until it's too late. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. until you're already until you're already in love, y'all already talking about like we got the ring or, Like in most instances that I've seen, you know that it usually happens like after you get married in like the first you know couple of years of, of the marriage, where it's all of a sudden like wait a minute, you y'all tripping now? Like we was like, where this comes from? And so at that point, like really, like we was we was having we was all singing Kumbaya. And, you know, smoking squares and drinking lemonade on the porch before we got married. And now all of a sudden we married and you don't like me? Like all of this stuff you don't like now? What it's called? And I think yeah, oh, that's yeah. what makes it difficult. So now how do you engage that with kids or with, you know, with parents when y'all already in, in the marriage now? We already married now. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that, that, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. This
2: one I can yeah. say became a uh, for the same reasons you all mentioned. Family being uh, honest and real, and being able to be around each other and be organic in that was important to me. So when we were having these, like this was becoming a deal breaker for me. I was about ready to say, you know what? Nah, you know because they they are. A, uh, I married into a huge family, like. There, it's a lot of them. <laughs> like, it's a lot. James has a huge family. They are spread out all over the globe, all colors, creeds. You know, it's a lot of them. And it was me, my brothers, my mom and dad going up. So we were very close knit, but we are still yeah. like extremely close as are they. So there's a lot of family. There's a lot of understandings that families do. So if that it's the if the friction for us, and I've had to make it clear not only to James. But the family, like I am not built for this. Like the way I love, the way that I am, the way that my energy has to flow, it's not going to be made to feel uncomfortable. As often as we're together, you know what I'm saying? Because it was so crazy how, and, and I know that other people who have been in these situations probably feel the same way. Whenever there's friction, it seems like there are more damn family functions than ever before in life. <laughs> <when folks laughs> like, it's somebody's birthday, anniversary. We got to get together. Two people die, and four people get married. We got kinsideras yeah. and baby showers to have, yeah. and everybody's yeah. in then.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you can't you uh, can't miss none. And you can't miss none of them.
2: Yeah. Right. So you gotta be that's more drama that's on top it. of
3: it, yeah. And you miss it and <laughs> now you know. you're not loyal.
4: You know, you
3: you breaking up the family. Like it it gives me a bit much. And it's like yeah. wait a minute, you know, this this I'm just not used to all of this family time. Like how we now I will say in my in my family, we're to that point, we're like that now. Well, we get together a lot, but look, we do, you know, like, we're not getting to, like, we're not, we, seriously, y'all, it was like every single holiday when I was like, every, and I'm like, yeah. dang, and I, I remember one time saying, y'all really like each other, because in my mind, I just couldn't wrap my <laughs> mind around the fact of, like, we just left you last, like, last week, and we got to see you again, and, uh-huh. like, and you know, and it was just, it was weird. But, again, my, you know, I had to learn, like, my family has their things that are kind of weird to other people, too. So I think once you get married, you kind of have to figure out your own thing. And that takes time. Like, it takes time to figure out, okay, I know you what you came from was this and what you came from was that. But how do we put it together so both of us win and we create what we want because some of the stuff y'all did was kind of ridiculous, and some of the stuff we did was probably a little handicapped. So how do we yeah. mold that yep. into one so we have something to pass down to our children? And if they get mad, then we don't have to have the list together. But we're going to decide what we want, and we're going to say to hell with everybody else. That's that's what makes what's difficult to figure out how you want to do that. Like, how do you want to do that? What are we keeping and what are we getting away? What are we throwing away? Mm-hmm. And I,
1: now, I, I just thought about an example, a very good example. I forgot all about it until I saw my sister uh, on the line. <laughs> and, like, she was talking about her husband. My family is very large. And not only me and my siblings, but my, my kids, I mean, my siblings' kids, my nieces and nephews, because I don't have any children, so, I have a lot of nephews. so You can imagine how many girlfriends and, you know, children's buzzers yeah. yeah. are yeah. coming into the family. And some just yep. mesh different. Like, I have, right. I have one, you know, one that, I mean, they're not married, but they've been together so long. That's like my niece. Like, people don't even know, you know, is that my blood nephew or my blood niece? Because so they've just been together so long. And yeah. then I have another you know, nephew that I hate to even say this on live, but has it meshed into the family that well. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, it is intimidating. When you think about a young girl coming to meet a family that has you know, five aunties and six, you know, girl cousins mm-hmm. and all in the same room and you got to be cool with all of them when you come in.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: you know and i know it bothers him and you know the solution to it is like what i mean if you get married don't, don't bring her around right here but really you can't yeah. you really can't put that pressure that pressure on a young couple like that so i know that's something i learned tonight you know i'm going to take that away that's my takeaway that i am going to i'm not going to be i'm not going to shun That person, I'm not going to shun her. I would try to be more welcoming to help her fit in. So, baby, I'm
2: telling you, that is a lot. You're right. I the quick, this one is real quick, but it'll just make you understand. The first time I met James' family, I walked in, Mm -hmm. he took me to his mama's house. I'm thinking I'm going to meet his mom. I'm already understand, I'm already ready for the mom meet. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I walk in to mama's house. And my now wonderful mother in law has his grandmother, his Aunt Gladys, twin sister <laughs> <laughs> twin sister's bestie that may as well be his other twin sister Mm-mm. that they've grown up with <laughs> since like 50 B. Everybody sitting around the table and I think twin baby's uh, sister's homegirl's mama, who was his mama's bestie also at the time. So like it's six <laughs> other women who have poured into James his entire life yep. <laughs> sitting yeah. at the table. And here I come, hey, everybody, hey, and he's yep. just my
3: girls. They're like, oh, oh like, so, yeah, and
2: no, and
3: thank it, you. And then it began. <laughs> and it began. <laughs> it Look,
0: I'm going to tell you, nice. say, let me tell you all
3: something. Look, so I remember when, when my um yeah. when, my father, when my father and stepmother got got married, it was the same thing. Like, when you, mm-hmm. when she, when my stepmother walked in the house, like, my aunts and, like, were, they were, I was like, y'all are ridiculous. Like, they just, <laughs> I mean, some of the stuff they said to her, I was like, uh-uh. That's just yep. rude. Like, it was bad. Like, people are rough with mm-hmm. you know, with their types of situations. And, I mean, I, yeah, it, it's we do too much sometimes, and so I think <laughs> we do. That,
1: <laughs> we do too I much. mean, and
3: seriously, and then you expect, but then you expect the family members to, like, you know, to to stay around and watch that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look, I understand there's a a level of, you know, quote unquote hazing that has to go on,
4: it's but you not know, to mm-hmm. the
3: point, not to that point. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, not to the, to that point where you need to go. Where you where you going you know, when you going through that right wheel set, so k you went through the gauntlet. That's exactly what it was. Like mm-hmm. you like to go through all of that. Like I've had to I've gone to garages before. I've had yeah, I've had fathers go take me to the garages. I want let's talk. I want to know like you know, grill me like I'm on a job interview. Yeah. Bro, yeah. hey, well, relax, you know, it's like, man, it's it's, it's tough, man. We do stuff to people.
2: Yeah, they I made an
3: effort, Ooh. I
2: made an effort after going through that with James' family, because I'm older, I'm I'm the oldest of me and my brother, and if you're in the school, mm-hmm. you probably know my brother Brandon, but um, he's mm-hmm. his, his younger than me, and dated for a while before he finally settled down with my now sister-in-law, who was also a classmate of ours, like, they went to school together, but I also knew her from Element from middle school and high school, so like I knew who she was. But I won't front the dynamic somewhat changed when she transitioned from homegirl to sister. But I made yeah. and I've told brother that, and it's because you are a sister. Like I get it. Sisters have mm-hmm. certain thought processes and feelings that they have towards their brothers. Mothers have yep. certain feelings and thought processes that they have towards their sons. I imagine the, the fathers and. Uh, brothers do too, but there's a level of control that we have to have in loving our loved ones to know when to back back here recently, I told my brother, you know there's a lot that I have to say on what you just said to me, but because I know better, I'm going to keep my mouth closed and just say, I love you, <laughs> and I trust you going to do your thing. And he laughed from the depth of his belly because he knew that what I wanted to say was the most slick, petty, big sister mess. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because that wasn't my place. You know what I mean? Because there have been times that I've been a wife that I know I pissed my sister-in-laws off, but it was not their place to speak into whatever our dynamic was because they got part of the story. So, like, that's a self-control mm-hmm. thing that we have to have in loving our loved ones as they find other people to love, like, forever. You know, we're going to always be there. So if they want to walk with someone, if they've chosen to love somebody for a long time, like life, you got to give them the space to figure that out. We can't choose that for them. Like, we cannot choose that for them. And we don't know better than them because they will know a them that we will never have access to. My sister-in-law knows a brother that I will never ever experience because they have a different connection than we do. So I can't I can't step on that. Yep.
1: Yeah, it, it's hard to it's hard to move away from that because huh? I just think, I mean because I I feel like I'm my nieces and nephews are like siblings, and so whenever they go like everybody knows if you got a problem even my friends if you got a problem with your mate your boyfriend whatever. Like if it ain't that serious, you probably wanna fill me in. Because I hold grudges, so when they come to Thanksgiving, like it's not gonna be you know, it's not to <laughs> be I, 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 don't tell Auntie <laughs> Kelly if you I wanted to get petty. And I I mean, I apologize to you. Too. I will try to follow your footsteps. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if I can hold back and be like, you know what I probably shouldn't say this. but again, our family dynamic, like we we have a sarcastic humor that we can you know a banter that we can can do with each other that may come across harsh to someone who doesn't know it, so yeah, yeah it, it really is it really is best to. Call back some words sometimes, but I mean it's hard to do. I mean I have to be honest, yeah. it's hard to to uh, uh-huh. you, you know, you think you know, or you think they've wronged your family in some type of way, then yeah,
3: that's that's yeah. So. And I think you yeah. know, I guess I think a lot of it is just is just well, I don't know, maybe just giving people the understanding that this is this is new. Mm-hmm. And so, because this is new to them, give them a minute. Bring them in, you know. Bring them in carefully. And I think that's what we don't—we do. don't bring people in carefully. We just kind of let them have it. And so realizing that. Go Do y'all think that you know. y'all think that, um,
1: that you could, that you should keep simple? Do y'all think that's okay? That if you have a, some, you know, your spouse and your family doesn't get along, or your mate and family doesn't get along. Do y'all think that's all right though to keep keep them separate.
3: Oh, um, I don't think it's I, I don't think separate in turn. I don't think it's ideal, but I think temporarily it might be beneficial because, you know, I also have to realize that people grow at different different paces.
2: Mhm.
3: So yeah, I think that. You to, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, go
0: ahead. Go ahead.
2: I, mean, I thought that you were into your pause. I thought you were done. I apologize. But Kelly, what you asking, do you keep the do you keep the parents away from each other? Like if my parents didn't like his parents or is that what you mean? Like if the families
1: don't well, like each other? Well not not necessarily the family. You know, that's that's probably easier to do to keep the actual families oh, apart. Yeah. But I gonna know, say your thing. Like <laughs> if you didn't like your in laws, do you think it's okay to live your life separate from James's parents?
2: No, not long term. I don't think you've got to be up on each other all the time, but there are certain interactions that you should be at. There are certain milestones mm-hmm. and moments that you need to have a level of comfort to be able to be there for your spouse. I think that's absolutely necessary. I would not want to be in a marriage where James went and did his Christmas with his family and I went and did Christmas with my family and then we came back to mm-hmm. the evening, like, damn that. Like, no, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> that's my idea yeah. of marriage and life. Yeah, My th- uh, I'm going to yeah. end this segment with, you know how we kind of always give disclaimers to people before we introduce them to our loved ones you know i <laughs> girl's going to do this when we know that we're getting ready to meet somebody that our loved ones love we don't have to always live up to the disclaimer. We don't always have to make it true. <laughs> when they leave at the end of the night, like, it's okay if the guest is like, you said they were crazy, they were cool. Like, be yeah. that person. It's okay to be that guy. <laughs> so uh, I appreciate everyone for their participation in, in this uh, topic tonight. It was brought to you by Elegance by Design, where healthy hair and skin is our priority, but a beautiful you is always our specialty. You can get your natural hair and skin care products at Elegance by Design with dot com. So our next song of the evening is also new music called Sweet Auburn by A. Jones. Let's go. Yeah. It's
4: recording. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is a of
4: I'm so tired of the system, listen, feeling stuck in my ways and it's got me venting, wishing my endeavors would come to fruition, but I'm tripping, I keep feeling though I had these good intentions, running in this rat race, going in a circle like a gerbil, and you the hare, I'm the turtle, who would have known life would had these hurdles, I just keep running hard, but times get tough dog, I just gotta run to God. Yeah, the system was made to overcome despite all these obstacles. I'm doing well like a steak overdone. Never will I be your Uncle time. because my heart is beating to a different drum. Society got you drunk from the lies, but you drink the rum. Trying to dumb you down with the stuff that you think is fun. Wake up, they're trying to kick you from the sun. Addicted to their ways you will slay to the job that you don't have no time to say hello to your mom. They shoot you with your hands up, even with no guns. Yeah. Rest in peace, Mike Brown. Racism still happens in my town. In America, sad to say that I'm not proud. Land of the free, but we're still bound. Speak up, now it's time to stand our ground. Voice of the innocent, don't you hear the sound? 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 Don't you, hear the sound? Don't you hear the sound? Every day that I wake up, I'm feeling like a slave. Go to work every day just for bills I gotta pay. And the system loves to prey on people who make mistakes with their banks. Now they have a debt that they can't erase. Can't escape from the cycle, it's vicious the tension. The rich are getting richer while the poor are descending. Then the television reveals their intention. Yeah, we choose to listen to these lying politicians like Dag. When are we gon' wake up, break up with this mentality that tries to break us, yet we cover up like makeup, chase a false dream, it would leave you bankrupt, monopoly, young black free degree, anomaly, constantly played by the policy that don't acknowledge me, probably be, cause my skin tone is mahogany, against all odds, I'ma in this economy, son of a king got property, gotta rep on properly, then he'll prosper me. So I studied the rock geology. So I'ma praise God no matter my geography. System's corrupt, I'm tired of hypocrisy. Trying to get out, it's like hitting the lottery. Let them farm you, submit to God's pottery. No matter the system, trust God's sovereignty. Yeah, but, kind trying to move A lot of times, we take what we
2: Right, all right. That right there was Sweet Auburn by A. Jones. Cool little jam right there. A little chill song. Y'all like that? Yeah, oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah, that was cool. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good deal. We'll have to play that again. So we are now to one of my favorite parts of the show, and it's been a few weeks, so I think we are long overdue for a little touch of wisdom. From Mother Maybelline, I actually do not know what we are talking about on this evening. I have been getting my mom on this evening, so I have not been able to see what her topic is. So she is going to surprise everybody on this evening, but I know she's going to get it in for us. For those of you who don't know, Mother Maybelline comes in and sprinkles all of her wisdom, a lot of humor, and a whole, whole, whole lot of love on the family. So without further ado, welcome to The Scoop. Radio show, Mother Maybelline. Happy Mother's Day, honey. How are you? Hey, sugar. I wait for the crowd to go. Ah. Girl, you <laughs>
0: don't know how to introduce somebody,
1: honey. <laughs> hey, you <doing> <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here on my Facebook Live inviting folk, and I tell you what, you know, when you invite folk, you can't see yourself on the screen, but I bet my face is lit up listening to you invite me, girl. How you doing? Hey. Like, oh, <laughs> It feels like it has been a while, like I ain't been over here in a while.
4: I know, right? We mm-hmm.
1: missed you, don't we. I know I've been missing y'all too, and I and Happy Mother's Day to you too. I sure appreciate it. I sure Thank appreciate you. it, Kel? Don't you ain't had- no happy. Mother's Day to me I, I, I ain't going to see you. Wait a minute Is she disrespecting her elders Because it sounds like she told me Don't be doing something honey And I know she knows She don't talk to uh, grown folk like that now <laughs> uh, You know everybody Everybody feels sorry for Kim I'm like, Don't feel sorry for me I don't need I'm, no I'm, 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 no, I'm going to go, go grade up some switches And come meet you now Over at that school tomorrow <laughs> Happy, happy, what, what, <laughs> what I was gonna tell you, look, what I was gonna tell you, beautiful, is happy. You get to keep all your money, your sanity, and your time, because you ain't got nothing. I'm gonna tell you, right? Happy, happy, you ain't got to go school clothes shopping, and and, 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 and happy, you right. ain't got to worry about stocking stuffers at Christmas and whatnot, honey. Happy, right. your money goes to 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 Inc would appear period, Kels ink, honey. That's what I'm about to do. You, you the real winner. You the real VIP. <laughs> 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 VIP, yeah. I received it.
0: Now yeah. I'm a fully,
1: I'm a fully accepted <laughs> apologist. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm done. I'm done. I'm you
1: i <laughs> now. what, Bishop Bernstein? How you doing, brother?
3: I'm good. Yourself.
1: Oh, I'm good. I'm just uh trying to get ready. You know, my great grandson is graduating next Thursday. I tell you what, Lord, I don't know where the time goes. These babies show grow up, and I'm just like, Lord, he about to get out here and do his thing. I'm just blessed to keep seeing all these generations, and I'm still here on this side. I just, I'm thankful. That's what Amen. I tell you, I'm thankful.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: Child, i invited so many folks to watch this video right now. You know, I'm excited. I might have invited some invited some folks I don't even like. <laughs> see, let me tell you what I do I let, I let folks that don't like me stay on my Facebook page I don't block them because they might need to see the light that I bring to the table You might can learn something from it, sugar, whether you like me or not
0: <laughs>
1: I invite the hey, oh, God! I done got on here my people, Hey, y'all, I couldn't see y'all I got a whole bunch of folks on here. I done got excited. <laughs> I couldn't see y'all. I was on here trying to ask some folks on. Oh, how y'all doing tonight? Now, y'all know I got to give the plug right now. Mother Maybelline Not comes me. on the Scoop radio show. Y'all know the Scoop <laughs> radio show comes on every Tuesday night from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can go on ahead and dial in at 929 2304 now, now Sheila, now, girl, you can't come on here talking about slapping somebody now.
2: Now, you're going
1: to give me your address. I'm going to be over there by 10.05 when I get done with this show. <laughs> 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 oh, I got Xavier on here tonight. How you doing, brother? Got Lisa Ann. I got some new folk on here. Oh, even my great-granddaughter, Lakira Featherstone, is watching. Ain't that cute? <laughs> 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 All right,
0: well,
1: look. Let me go on and get off into the topic, because I'm, I'm going to see if I can help somebody tonight. Now, what we're talking about is, uh, let me get my wig right now. Y'all know I get to shout, and I don't want it to fall off. <laughs> oh. Oh, let well. me tell you what we're talking about tonight, Q. Tonight, we talking about living. I want, you to, I want y'all to, to catch this. Tonight, we talking about live and don't just exist. Wow Let me say that again (laughs) (laughs) Tonight we're talking about Live And don't just exist Now what do I mean by that Let's talk about this for a little Let's talk about what living is number one Honey let's talk about what living Oh what's going on William Trotter done got him here and said my wig is popping Send me another one (laughs) Send me another one Mr. Trotter all right, now, now we talking about live, don't just exist. You know, I'm in a space in my life right now. Let me tell you something now. Now, y'all young ladies in your 20s, you know life was a little wild. You know, in your 30s, you settle down a little bit. Baby, your 40s is fire. Let me tell you, honey, ain't nothing like your 40s, girl. You get up and through and down there. You got the game down by your 40s. <laughs> You get to your 50s and get better and better Your 60s See I'm, I'm, I'm up in, in the in the 80s range I ain't going to tell you my complete age Because it really ain't none of your business But what uh, I tell you is Is that when you get to a certain point You really find out honey You really living it up better than ever You ever thought you was living it up before Now honey I thought I was living before You see these teeth I got me a good pair of dentures That don't move Honey, I'm living life. I'm going mm-hmm. to bingo hall when I want to. I'm like, I'm like, hell, honey, I ain't got no baby to worry about. I'm doing me, honey. I'm having a good old <laughs> time, you know. I got a little knitting club. We do a little crochet, you know, Get the, mm-hmm. hit the bingo hall sometimes. You know, I go to my little choir rehearsal, you know, and have a little dinner after. But I feel like I do things to us. Uh, uh, I try new things I'm not afraid Even in my age mm-hmm. Now y'all gonna be talking to me But even at 80 You know I found a little uh, website And I done met me a little friend that's 50 That's pretty good for an 80 year old woman Ain't it honey I'm out mm-hmm. here living it up <laughs> Let me tell you now I didn't hear no hating Bishop Burns ain't hating on me is it? I don't want the preacher to start trying to rebuke my son. Huh.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> let it up mother. Live it up <laughs>
1: Now, what, 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 what pushed me to this is I was just thinking, I'm, I, being in this phase in life, I thought I want everybody to experience this opportunity to evaluate what they're doing in their life. Are you living or are you just existing? Because there's hmm. a very big difference in just existing and actually living a full, happy, and joyful life. Let me tell you some things that will let you know the difference. You know, when you get up in the morning, you have to get in those modes where you get up and you go to work, you know, to a job that's definitely uh, less than satisfying. You know, you go from that job and, and, and maybe maybe you're single or maybe you're in a relationship, but maybe you're in a relationship where you're just not feeling it no more, huh? You know, uh, 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 maybe you're a part of organizations and, and, and groups and you're going to your church meetings and your sorority and fraternity meetings and, you're going to your rotary clubs and all the things that we are part of, but you don't really feel passion behind it. You know, you have to get to that place where you're just doing the stuff you're supposed to do. What's that word that we use, adulting? Because you feel like you should be adulting. So you're going through doing all these things that, honey, you ain't feeling it all, but you know you got to do it, honey. I got to pay this water bill. Honey, I got to pay this mortgage. I got to pay this car, note. Well, so I'm going to go to this. Let me tell you something. You ain't got to do nothing. Everything is a choice. Now, I know somebody watching this is going to say, Well, I got to go to work or my life will get cut off. Well, you got a choice. You can sit in the dark or you can pay your light bill. You always got a choice. But the point that I'm making is there's so much dissatisfaction because we are so busy doing the things we supposed to do. Instead of seeking the things in our life that actually will grant us some fulfillment, that will actually make us happy. Are you living, baby? Ask yourself that. If you're not happy with the condition of your life, do something to change it. Are you living? Are you getting up every day and doing the things that make you happy? Now, let me be clear. The something that some of y'all want to do that make you happy ain't good for nobody else now. Now, I ain't talking about getting on Facebook Live, because you know it's going to be somebody who got half a brain cell and too many chromosomes, you're going to watch this video and go do something foolish and say Mother Maybelline told you to live. Now, I ain't telling you to go up in Walmart and slap the cashier just because it's going to make you feel good. I'm not telling you get in your car and go on Facebook Live and get a shotgun and go up and down the street and shoot everybody. You now, I'm going to leave that alone, I ain't going to go there. The (laughs) point is, if it's not really hurting or affecting nobody else, you
0: Mm -hmm. should
1: be living to be happy. And let me correct that. Maybe you being happy is going to hurt somebody else, but sometimes it's their problem to deal with and not yours.
2: See, Mm -hmm. we
1: are living and waking up every day hoping to get somebody's approval or Hoping that somebody's going to co-sign. Ain't nobody got to co-sign your dreams and your goals. Ain't nobody got to put a stamp on your business or what brings you happiness. You got to be the one to co-sign your own pleasure and your own happiness. So a lot of y'all are sitting around waiting for a sign. You want a grand jester. You want the heavens to open up, honey. You want the mm. heavens to open up and say, Lord, give me a sign. Now, I'm reading some of these comments on here. <laughs> and this one called my – somebody, I ain't going to call her name, but she know who she is, D. Jones, said, I love to feel the passion behind me. Well, honey, if that's what get your boat rocking, y'all heard what I said, she said she let to feel the passion behind her. Honey, if that's what you do, if that makes you happy, baby, do it
0: every day and do it well, honey. Now, I know somebody, something. There's some church
1: folks on here, and they're rocking hard. They said, Lord, mother done told her to get the passion behind her. She ain't supposed to tell her that. Let me tell you something. You do a lot of good, somebody. You do what makes you happy, girl. <laughs> just be careful. You be careful, because some, some fires behind you will light your behind up. You better pray about it. Okay? <laughs> but the point that I'm making is we got to get to a point that we are living and not just existing. <laughs> Life is too short to sit around waiting for a sign, waiting for a door to open. What I want you to do is start from this very moment deciding that you're going to live today right now. I'm not going to wait on somebody to give me permission. I'm going to walk in, 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 in life right now because I'm telling you, it's so easy to let things in life affect you.
3: Your bills
1: and your relationship, and, and let me tell you something. When you find yourself unable to live in happiness, y'all gotta start taking some accountability. I'm mm-hmm. tired of seeing all this woe is me. Oh, everything's going just so bad. Well, who made the decision to get you in the predicament that you're in? Mm-hmm. You want the world to feel sorry for you for something that you did? Ain't nobody feeling sorry for. Uh, you know, that man up in the White House, all the ignorant stuff he's doing, well, guess what? You're not exempt either. You're doing some ignorant stuff too. It just ain't going on Twitter. So you can't be mad at somebody else for the choices that you make if you are choosing yep. not to live. Because what happens is people live in resentment. I know we've got a couple minutes left. People are living in resentment. People are living in fear. They're living in frustration and anxiety and anger you're just not going to live. Now, somebody on here going to say, well, mother, how can I start living? You know, the first thing about knowing how to really live, it really starts with self-love. Knowing your worth. Knowing what you deserve. So that means start today, right now. Start doing something for you. It might be as simple as getting in a room, away from everybody locking them kids up, your man up, your woman up, and I'm going to spend 30 minutes And I'm going to light this candle, get Mm. my glass of Moscato, or whatever you got to get in this book, and I'm going to just sit here with just me. That's living it up. It ain't mean you got to go to Vegas and what happened in Vegas, stay in Vegas. Now, some of y'all might live it up like that. But living it up to me just simply says, I'm going to do the things that bring some fulfillment to my life. Baby, we giving our money to the bill collector. We're stretching ourselves out thin for everybody else, and we're not depositing nothing into our own emotional and mental bank account.
0: Amen. You're
1: pouring into everybody else, and your emotional and <laughs> mental bank account is, is, is bankrupt. So the only way to get out of that is you've got to stop walking around like a robot, you know. And somebody might get inspired. You know, I ain't telling you to get homeless. But go and walk in there and tell that man you ain't coming back. I ain't happy here no more. I ain't even gonna give you a two week notice. I'm giving you a two minute notification. I'm out of here. <laughs> 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 go in there to have a relationship tonight. Look, you mm-hmm. told me I deserve better, get your PlayStation and your Xbox and get out of my house.
0: <laughs> is-
1: I'm gonna live starting today. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Man. I'm telling y'all Now I've been with y'all on that, And when you get to this age And this stage of the game honey The clock is ticking I might only have minutes left honey I got to live as hard as I can sugar I got to live hard as I can Because the clock can stop on me any time. It can on you too but sometimes when you get older It puts it in more of a perspective
4: And I'm going to okay. wrap on
1: up Because I know time is getting short But y'all better stop playing <laughs> with your life and your time and live it to the fullest. If some of y'all would live and stop existing, we could go through our Facebook news feed without reading your pity party every other day. Mm -hmm. I could get on Facebook and not see you crying every day about your life circumstance because you decided you want to just exist and not live. Mm. You know, I could actually get in a Facebook discussion without somebody coming on getting mad and angry and bringing all their baggage because you don't want to blame that you're not living and you just existed. Stop blaming everybody else. Well, if I hadn't teamed up with them, I could have worked on my own thing. That was your fault. Didn't nobody tell you to just exist. You decided you just wanted to exist. So I'm going to live. I hope y'all live. We need to make up a song, honey, L I B E. Let me hear you say, live,
0: live, hey, live, hey, live, come live, all right, brother, thank you, that was, that was but good. I love thank y'all,
1: you, you know, sometimes it comes in different forms, I hope that helps somebody tonight, baby, start living, go out with a bank, I want y'all day to be like the 4th of July, honey, pop, pop, pop it. honey, popping. that's all mm. <sighs> I got, y'all,
0: I
3: Wow. All right. All right. That was Mother Maybelline. Hey. Shut y'all up. Looking for, and if you all are looking for somebody to empty your program or to hey. come for any speaking engagement, then y'all can call give me. Mother Maybelline a call. call all right.
1: Me. Oh, before you take me on, we're... Carol popped on and said Mother Maybelline was looking slim. I sure appreciate the sugar. I've been on a special workout plan, but I can't tell you on the air. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. All right, Go
0: ahead and close <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Bye, y'all. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
1: What'd you say? I'm sorry.
3: what you say? No, I said, Kelsey, we're going to close and show you up.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, very good show. I had a blast, like always. I forgot to shout out uh, Kirby Kitten on the Hot Topic. We always sponsor that segment of the show. You can find us at dot And be productive and have a great rest of the week. I don't think we have coming up. Yep.
2: Yeah. Um, as always, thank you to all of my live viewers for your commentary, your thoughts, and just for kicking it with us on every Tuesday night. You guys are the bomb.com. Even as though you were bouncing back and forth between the game, you came back. So I appreciate y'all very, very much for that. Um, as I stated earlier during my segment, if you are interested in trying out some of the best all-natural hair and skin care, products in your area, go to elegancebydesign.com and order and order yours today. I ship all over. So if you're not here, I can get it to you there. Let me know.
1: Have a great week.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry. I was showing my Elegance by Design foot stuff on my live. <laughs> oh,
2: thank you for that.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> save your feet. It's a save your feet. Anyway. All right. So um uh, <laughs> let see uh, close out. So I've got first of all, if you have not gotten your nouveau exposure, your um your additional Nouveau exposure go so, which is a part of our uh, our Global Drive family, go to NouveauExposure.org dot org and download your free copy today. Um, the word on Wednesday um, will be on tomorrow at seven o'clock. So Pastor Burns will be there. It's so a thirty minute Bible study um, that you will thoroughly enjoy. So tune in right back here at 7 o'clock on um, tomorrow night. Uh, if you have not gone to our and liked our, uh, excuse me, the school radio shows, Facebook and Instagram pages, please do that so that way you don't miss out on anything that's going on with us. Um, and then last but definitely not least, I forgot to do my sponsor at the beginning. So the of course is sponsored by um, Money Mentor. And so this week's special we're doing, um, the money 30 day money mentor makeover and that is for 30 days I am going to send you an email that gives you another step that you need to complete to uh, either help you eliminate debt or to create or to create wealth uh, and so um, I teach you walk, walk you through how to do a budget, how to set up a, your, your financial system properly, um, different apps and things that you can use to help download you. I give you all of all of my stuff um, over the course of 30 days. And so um, this week I'm running a special, so I do a special every week. Um, and so this week, so my special price are $47. The regular price is $79. So um, this week only, the 30-day Money Mentor Makeover is uh, $47. So if you want to get it and you want to be a part of it, then send me um Email at vthv onegmailcom one at gmail.com and I will get you enrolled in the 30 day money mentor makeover. So, um, special shout out to all of our new music. We've got um, all three of our songs were new, so if you um, didn't, if you missed those, you missed some pretty good music so that was Propane uh, by Cavie Cavie and D Brooks. That was Sweet Auburn by A. Jones and Nowhere by Prince Swab featuring Shasha Jones. Um, so shout out to those. If you are a new artist or an indie artist, excuse me, of period, and you would like to have your music featured on the school radio show, then send us the MP3 format of your music with any pictures that you'd like us to, um, to post as well. So send that to us, and we will, um, we will support you by, playing your, by featuring your music on on the radio. Also, if you're looking to um, get your products out there to more people, then you definitely want to advertise with us, so you can always email me or contact me for um, additional information and I'll get pricing and contact with you. So Other than that, thanks to Q. Thank you, Q and Kels. And I hope y'all liked the news. We kind of switched it up a little bit, so you know, if you guys have any opinions on that, let us know, but we switched it up a little bit and let certain people do other things so that was new but I, I think I enjoyed it um, so thank you to Q and Kel thank you to everybody who tuned in thank you to Will for our hot topic tonight uh, Will Bradley for president in 2020 um, thank you to uh, all of our live listeners as well as the people who listen um, in studio and uh, by, uh, by internet so other than that um, that's all I've got I hope everybody has a good rest of your week. And we will see you all next Tuesday for another... Oh, thank you to Mother Maybelline. I don't want, to... want to forget everybody. Thank you, Mother Maybelline, as well, for a great... Uh, as well I, don't, I don't need no Trump. And you forgot. I don't need nobody, no old ladies to get mad at me. I'm just kidding. So, all right. Y'all have a good rest of your week. And we will um, talk to you all next Tuesday on the radio show.